0: Hi, and welcome back to Back of the Bar Talk podcast. I'm your host, Eric Gregg. I'm here with Anthony Oliva and Brian Eckley, and we're just going to jump right into it. We're going to start out with our hot takes. Um, I think I have a couple more than everybody else, Um, but the essential of it is we say a hot take. We see if it sparks argument with the other two, Um, and if it sparks too much of an argument, then whoever flips out – would become the loser, i.e. if you haven't heard us play this game before, at the beginning of the year, uh, we played it once uh, in one of our first couple episodes, and uh, Brian said something along the lines of Patrick Mahomes wasn't good at football or something like that, and it it wasn't that, but it was like Mahomes fizzling out or something towards the end of his career, and Anthony flipped out, and Anthony lost because Anthony couldn't stand what Brian said. I don't remember exactly what the take was. Brian, you might. Anthony, you might. I don't remember exactly what the take was.
1: Anthony's also a Raider fan, so I didn't – I yeah, it was not okay.
0: <laughs> he, he did not want to crack. But... We're, we're not getting back into that take. It was an example. <laughs> um, it was something along the lines of Patrick Mahomes will not have a – uh good longevity and that he will not last long enough to uh and sustain overtake
2: tom brady yeah
0: overtake tom brady or something along those lines again we're not getting back into an argument about the take we did that oh. already
2: yeah, that so takes,
0: that's the example um i will go first since i seem to have more um my first one i think is my coldest hot take maybe um The Bills are the best team in the AFC, and I don't know that it's close. Right now, through four weeks. Is it four? The Bills are the best team in the AFC, and I don't think it's close.
1: I agree. I think that we saw a lot of miscommunication game one, but they've bounced back really quick.
0: And not only have they bounced back, they've been dominant in doing so. They just torched – Miami, who a week ago we were talking about as having one of the best offenses in the NFL and being a potential one of the best teams in the NFL, and the Bills didn't beat them, they destroyed them. I like the Chiefs. I don't really bet against Mahomes, so it'd be hard for me to do that like come playoff time, but as of right now, I don't think it's close with how good the Bills are in the uh, AFC.
2: I don't disagree, but, um, I have a, but I have a hot take related.
0: Oh, let's go to you second then if you're going to relate the hot take. Let's go to that.
2: Josh Allen has still not proven that he can be the guy to win a Super Bowl.
1: I I like that.
0: I think that's fair because he hasn't. It, like, I can sit here and we can rave about Josh Allen during the regular season all we want. He consistently loses in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I don't yeah, the thing. That, I mean, I think I think
2: what we're seeing right now is exactly what I predicted would happen after the loss of the Jets in Week One. Josh Allen would come out and look really good, and people would just be like, "Oh yeah, he's fantastic." Uh, I'm sticking with what I said after that Week One loss. You can't you you can't be the guy until you learn how to be a game manager. And if he like, I'm, I'm still, he's looked better this pad, these past few weeks. And so I'm kind of thinking, Oh, maybe he's actually learned his lesson, but we've seen this story before. Yeah. yeah.
0: We'll see when it gets to that, that pressure time. I will say this. Um, I think Washington's the best defense he's faced since the jets and he didn't have to worry about it too much with Sam Howell handing them the ball every two seconds. Yeah. Like it made it a little bit easier on Josh Allen to not have to worry about it. Um, and then I don't think Miami's defense is that good. Like I, I know we rave about their offense, but I like I you know, I'm not taken away from what the Bills did. And I obviously just had them as top two in the AFC, but like they scored 48. That I don't care how bad the defense is, you've got to be talented to do that. But like obviously, I don't think anybody thinks Miami has a top five defense in the NFL, especially when the second Ramsey went down. Um. But I just like I'm not seeing enough from the Chiefs offensively to like I I know Mahomes is amazing. they won, I get it and I don't think the Jets I are a bad just
1: team. Taylor Swift.
0: <laughs> but I just I don't I'm not seeing that dominant Chiefs offense I'm used to seeing and yeah. part of it is the fact that they have literally Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and that's it and uh Pacheco. Yeah but like he's a running back like he's a, like he's only some you know partially oh, a receiver mm-hmm. yeah and so like there's there's that issue but again it's the chiefs and I don't know that come january I'd bet against mahomes but I'm not seeing it out of them through this first first four weeks anthony hot take
1: uh my hot take it's kind of just word it right so i think the bears organization is the blame for these losses on games. I understand Justin Fields has made some really, really stupid mistakes this season, but I don't feel like these games are on him Uh, more. I've watched the film and more. I've watched that game. We actually just saw Sunday where this guy was cooking and the team decided to change what they were doing. That worked. Uh, I'm going to be one of those people that just, I, I'm back. I can't give up on uh Fields. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. Like I thought he looked really good on Sunday and I thought the loss was much more on the coaching staff on Sunday than it was, um, Justin Fields. Like even when they blew that 28 to seven lead and they got tied 28, 28, um, fields led them into field goal range and then the coaching staff made the decision to go for it instead of kick the field goal that would have put them up three with a little over two minutes
1: and Um, essentially would
0: have potentially led to overtime because the Broncos only got a field goal.
1: They also made a stupid decision on bringing uh, Claypool. I understand Mm -hmm. the guy look like you know what he can be a stud with the Steelers but they give up so damn much and now that they're telling him to stay home it's like you guys don't have shit together do you?
0: Right. I mean, and I, I, I agree with that. Um, I saw something earlier. I, I don't know that I fully agree with the whole statement and um, I, you know, but I saw this earlier and I, I want to get y'all's thoughts on it. If Justin Fields was in Atlanta, they'd be four Um, I don't know how fully I agree mm-hmm. with it, but offense has been a struggle and I do think Fields, at least right now, and, and probably will be in the future. I don't, you know, I can't predict anything like that. I'm not certainly not going to here, but certainly right now, I would take Justin Fields over Desmond Ritter yeah. for a multitude of reasons. Also, think he might potentially fit the offensive play style in Atlanta better. But Atlanta's defense has looked good in their two losses against Jacksonville and against Detroit and it's hard for me to sit back and say that I don't know that Justin Fields couldn't have scored a couple more touchdowns in those games. That would have made a difference more so than what Atlanta's done now. And that's not, I'm not sitting here trying to knock on Atlanta. Um, I had them, uh, when I, when I looked at Atlanta's schedule at the beginning of the year, I said, I think they will be two and two through four weeks. So I can't exactly be mad about it. They're right where I said they would be. Um. So, but that's not my knock here, but I saw that with Fields and I kind of agree with it just based on the fact that I don't think Fields is getting the credit that he deserves for how much talent he actually has.
1: No, he's he's definitely getting the blame for everything. It's amazing yes. how the Bears organization or coaching has received nothing.
0: Um my next one, my next hot take is and this I, rec, recency bias, y'all might agree, cause a recency bias. I don't know. The Houston Texans are the best team in the AFC South right now. I could buy into that. Um, yeah, I mean that, and I mean I'm going off of right now. Obviously, the Texans might roll off six straight losses, and the. Jaguars might roll off six straight wins and then all of a sudden I'm not that's a cold take as we'll talk about later but that you know that becomes something that I said that obviously didn't pan out to be the truth but right now
2: I mean I I think I don't see the I don't see the Texans losing a bunch of games I think they are looking pretty hot right now but uh I'm just I'm still I'm still waiting for the Jags to Put it together.
0: Me too. They're just the offense isn't clicking. Like I mean, it didn't click really against Atlanta either. It, th- their defense was fine, but their no. offense wasn't anything to write home about. No, it was just kind of good enough to be okay because their defense was good enough. But it, you know, what anything to to call home about it wasn't looking phenomenal. But they had, they did start out what oh did they start out zero and two and now they're two and two or I, I don't remember exactly how the Jags got to where they are, but.
2: No, they won in week one. That That's week right. One they went
0: one 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 and one, one and two, two and two. That's right. They lost two straight, but then they corrected it against Atlanta. Um does anybody else have any more hot takes? Because I've got one more, but I don't know what y'all have.
2: No, I don't have any more. Okay.
0: My last one is to clarify, I'm not saying this has the best team. And I'm not even saying it has a top five team. But the AFC South, from top to bottom, is the best division in football. And we underestimated it. From top to bottom. It has no team that I think is a bottom feeder.
1: I don't like the Titans, even though they won pretty good last week. <laughs> I'm not it, a huge fan of the Titans. Still. I'm not
0: a fan of the Titans, and I don't think they're a playoff team, but what I mean is if you look at other divisions, they all have a bottom feeder. I don't think that the AFC South has a bottom feeder. They don't have a Giants. They don't have a Panthers. They don't have a Cardinals. They don't have a excuse me Raiders or a Broncos. I'll use them as the example, or a Broncos. They don't have a um a Jets or a New England. And I don't know that the Jets are a bottom feeder from what I saw this weekend, but they don't have a New England. They don't have a team that's just like you look at them and you say that team is god awful. I don't feel like the AFC South has that. I feel like they all every team you can look at it on a schedule and say that team could cause trouble if you had to play them. Like for the Texans, for example, Atlanta has them this weekend, and I used to count that as a win when I was looking at the beginning of the season, and now I'm like, I don't know. That very, It could be a win, but it very well could be a loss. I'm looking at the Titans the same way. The Titans have their problems for sure, and I think that they would – be maybe what I would consider the worst team in the division. And I kind of had them as the worst team in the division when we made our predictions, but I don't, I don't think they're a team that I can look at and say that is a 100% win. They can definitely win.
1: Okay. So I I get you. It's who has the most competitive division. Yes.
0: It's the, yeah, maybe that's the better way to phrase it. It is the most competitive division.
1: Uh, I, I would say, yeah, AFC South and AFC North are probably the most competitive. Yeah, AFC
0: North would be the the second the second one there. Um, I don't know how I feel about Pittsburgh yet. Um, all right, so that's hot takes. Y'all don't have any other ones, so that's that's fine. There, I'm gonna kind of switch up the order I said earlier because I think this is a good time to segue into the next one. But our next our new segment is gonna be cold takes. And what that is, is we're taking a hot take that somebody has said, whether it be one of us or an analyst or someone. And we are right now in recent times. It can't be something that happened three years ago that somebody said 10 years ago and then three years ago is proven wrong. It needs to have been said in the past but been proven wrong sometime here recently. Um, And we're kind of pointing it out, laughing at how hilariously wrong it was. Like, for example, I said, the Texans are the best team in the AFC South. If seven weeks from now, they're two and nine or whatever, then I, I am going to be featured on cold takes for what I said and how wrong it ended up being. The one that I saw over the, uh, it was actually, I was gonna say over the weekend, but it was actually last night that made me laugh that somebody tweeted this out. Um, just given the hilarity of the thought process around this and I can see where the hot take was back then. Um this was from October 14th, 2021. So almost exactly 2 years ago. And it says, "Daniel Jones certainly still has a lot to prove, but I think it's safe to say he's a lot better than Jalen Hurts." <laughs> Swinging a miss. Oh
2: man. Um, the thing is, there's, there's a I can I can remember a time when I might have agreed with that.
0: Right. That's the thing. That's what's fun about this is you might have read that in 2021 and been like, mm, they might not be that far off. And then now you read it and you're like, wow, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb dumb. And that's the fun thing with these these freezing cold takes is is that you can look at them and and you can look back at analysts and it's fun to look at what analysts say and think, Wow, that's really dumb now that we look back on it and I get where they're coming from. But that one last night in the midst of Daniel Jones having one of the worst performances I've seen this year. And then somebody somebody who sits around and has nothing else better to do with their life was like, I'm going to go dig up that tweet from 2021. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's time we see that. The uh, is
2: undefeated.
0: Yes. And to post that. Alright, does anybody else have a cold take that they've heard recently? Or... That they've heard that they would like to dig back up from the past.
1: Um, I mean, I have quite a few from the past. Uh, I guess I'm gonna try to stick recently, and I think mine was. I I like to branch out. I like to listen to a lot of different media outlets out there. But one person that just loves to piss me the hell off, where I just have to listen to what he says, is Cowherd. Yeah, right. Just recently howard had a statement, uh, it was around September, like the beginning of September, and I remember him saying, out of all the teams available, Patriots look like they're in the best position to win.
0: Mm. Is that they, so? they do look really good so far. Um,
1: <laughs> they look amazing, right?
0: Yeah, they look so good. They're like, that's a playoff team. They, they scored. They
2: scored a whole three points this past week.
0: Hey, hey! They worked hard for that three. They earned it. They earned them. I don't know that they earned it, but I I think the argument that they worked hard for it's probably true. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think they did work hard for it. Um. Brian, do you have one? Because I have one that kind of piggybacks off that. But if you have one, I'm going to let you go first. You go ahead. Okay. So this one is from December 1st, 2021. So this would be during this player's first season, his first little bit of his season. I don't know what week December 1st would have been, but like right there in the week 9, 10, 11, 12 range. Brett Favre says this. Mac Jones is a carbon copy of Tom Brady.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, that was from December 1st, 2021. Mac oh, Jones so. is a carbon copy of Tom Brady. <laughs> um, I mean, they're both white, if that's like the criteria we're going on with. <laughs> um, and they both played for the Patriots. So if that's what Brett Favre is looking for, then yes. Um, if he's looking for any other tangibles that Mac Jones might have, that Tom Brady has. I haven't seen him.
2: Maybe he's just maybe he's just thinking of like style of quarterback, but not the brain of the quarterback.
0: The brain or the talent or the ability to not throw it to the other team. Or oh my not. god.
1: I just remembered one more. Brian, I'm gonna let you go before I say my next one. All but right. this one made me fucking lose it.
2: I'm trying to think of a cold take but I'm still not coming up with one yet it's so okay you know. we
0: to give the to give the the listeners an idea we literally came up with this segment three minutes before we started recording so this is brand new like as we go into like the few, like later on oh, we'll like there will be more everybody will have more time to like prepare what they think a cold take like idea we literally came up with this a total of 23 minutes ago. So that's why we're like kind of scrambling to think of some.
1: Okay, so my next one was actually I love I love Nick Wright, but I remember watching he was on Cowherd. I remember watching him say that Sean Payton was not hired to fix Russell Wilson, he was hired to fix the Denver Broncos. Do you guys remember that one? Yes. <laughs> and oh man, Nick, my man, Nick. Yeah, he's definitely fixing them, like they're fixing losses over there. Like, oh, I
0: mean, I'm not going to say it's a cold take, but if we want to go, um, dude
1: said he was there to, no, fix no, no, no. I agree. Problems.
0: No, I agree with what you're saying. I- I'm bringing up something separate. I'm not going to say that it's a cold take per se, because I think the sentiment was, was somewhat correct. But if there's a great example of foot and mouth, it's Sean Payton saying Nathaniel Hackett had one of the worst coaching jobs in NFL history.
1: Oh, that's the. Oh, that's a good one. To
0: turn around now. Yes. With how terrible this team looks. And I don't give a fuck that they beat the Bears on Sunday. That did nothing to change my mind on this Broncos team.
2: They were supposed to beat the Bears. Yeah. Yeah. And And they they barely barely did it. it. Yeah. And they
0: barely did it. That game did nothing to change my mind on this Broncos team, at all. <laughs> and so, to to say that about Hackett, who I we all agree was not good, but then to turn around and be equally as bad, if not slightly worse,
2: seriously, like he oh, might
0: be slightly worse through four weeks than Nathaniel Hackett was.
2: It's really we, we've we've talked about it before but like I'm really I'm I'm really starting to think that you know it's like it would be easy to to say oh well then the fact that you have two different coaches coming into this organization and it's still not turning around clearly tells you that it's something else but there are things that Sean Payton's doing that don't really make a whole lot of sense the one that sticks out to me is that he's got this speedy wide receiver Marvin Mims Jr. yes our and are they
0: their best so far throughout the season?
2: For all of the for all the issues that we we've, we've seen with Russell Wilson since last year, you still have to admit he throws a very pretty deep ball. Yes, you know, he always they, has. Any coach, any halfway decent coach, should be looking at this quarterback wide receiver combo and thinking we should be using this as much as reasonably possible. And Sean Payton's giving Marvin Mims Jr. ten routes in a game. Ten
0: fucking routes. And that's just routes. That's not even targets. Yeah, target ten routes. Not. Ten routes is not. And and that's where I, I I'll go back. I remember there was a time over the summer that I said Sean Payton was overrated, and y'all said, That's biased. Well Anthony didn't because he doesn't like him either. But Brian said, You're just saying that because you're a Falcons fan. No, he's overrated. He's not a good coach. He had Drew Brees. And and frankly, we did anything with him.
2: I mean, again, we've talked about this before. And like when you said that, you weren't even saying that he was a bad coach. You were just saying he was overrated. This is bad. This looks
0: bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I was just saying he was overrated. I would, this through four weeks, I would say that Sean Payton has not been a bad coach, he has been a bottom five coach in the NFL and that's to me that's not bad that's terrible he has been atrocious um and
1: you know it's even bad when players start saying dude invested all that money into the offensive line and look at this shit
0: and he's even the players are going
1: against him right now.
0: shots at blaming players uh, most most of them have been towards Russell Wilson but he's putting more blame on them than anything else which i also think is a bad look Um, Because I think you have to take some responsibility as a coach. Mm -hmm. I've got to be better. I've got to call plays better. I've got to have them more prepared. Those are things I want to hear the coach say. I don't want to hear coach say they've got to be better. They've got to be more prepared. They're not doing things right. That may be accurate. I can look at some teams around the league and be like, yeah, I know the guy ain't the coach. They just suck. But I think there needs to be some accountability by the coach. And I have not seen that from Peyton especially with how vocal he was in the off season about the previous coaching staff to not turn around and take some responsibility for how terrible he's been to start the season.
2: That accountability can sound like so scripted and just like dry and like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like we, we, thanks for taking the accountability. But like a lot of times fans can get, uh, at least in my experience can get like frustrated with it. Like, actually do something about it don't just like take accountability for it but then when you don't get that and they're doing these sorts of they're saying these sorts of things that you're pointing out it's 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 like well now you you should have had it it's like, yeah
0: <laughs> um all right so let's do high low um high low is we give a high for our team or something that's related to our team it can be something within the division or something along those lines and then a low um, I not start the low is obviously the offense. uh we can't move the ball. It's I mean, it just I, I it I don't know. It, it could be Ritter. I'm starting to sour on him. It could be play calling. I I don't know at this point. I'm not ready to pinpoint a blame for exactly what the offense's problem is, but our offense sucks. um, my high, is I don't have one. Um I literally have tried. I've tried to sit here and think since Sunday morning. I literally during the game was thinking what the fuck is my high going to be? And I don't know, I, like the best I can come up with is like the toy story aspect looks really cool. Like I thought the sure. Andy's playroom thing was neat. Yeah. Um no no I mean like for what, real though, like not, of... not just as a joke to my my high, but like I did. I thought the Andy's playroom thing was really really neat to watch. Y'all kinda of, uh, y'all yeah. kind of
2: laughed at that like a week or two ago, but uh that was they did well with that.
0: Yeah, I said I had two different streams up. I had that one on the TV because um Dean, my son, obviously wanted to watch it, so I thought that was cool for him. And then I had on my iPad the actual stream pulled up from the game, which was actually a little bit ahead of the Toy Story one which I liked That's because true. I was able to see the play happen. And then like the Toy Story one was a bit glitzy at times and stuff like that, but I was able to see it in real and then experience the, the coolness of it and the Toy Story aspect. Um, and I love that they do that in the same way that I love the Nickelodeon stream that they have during the playoffs, because I think it is a great way to get more kids to watch it and understand it and learn football. Uh, in a more entertaining way for, for kids. Yeah. Um, so I, I did, I thought, I thought that was a really neat aspect. I love how they played into the Andy's room. I thought it was hilarious that the announcers were talking about how the change in environment could affect the two teams and all that. I thought that was really entertaining how they did that. And I thought it was much more entertaining than the actual game itself that I turned off at about halftime. Um, <laughs> Cause I was just, I had zero hope, uh, but I also was uh, busy and doing other things throughout the day that took me away from football at that time. Um, but yeah, I think my high would just be the. It was neat to see the the different kind of streaming aspect for for that game. Which one of you all wants to go next? I can go. Yeah, you probably have the highest of the highs out of all of us.
2: <laughs> yeah. The um. There there were a lot of things that I liked about this game, and it's kind of surprising because. It's like we lost, but I it didn't feel like a loss, you know. Like we didn't, I didn't right. leave it feeling like feeling angry about it, because we lost to the Eagles, who are the NFC reigning champions. Like, they now, right? They, they were supposed to win this game, and we really gave them a run for their money. Um, the a lot of things that were good about it. the The high that I'm uh, that I'm picking for this is just the resiliency again. They they uh, managed to force overtime with literally no time left on the clock. Um, it was it was good to see that. Um, it, Sam Howe looked better. the The defense they they made they they were they were plan. there were some other things that this actually transitions me into my low though. Um, this was the missed opportunities. There were a lot of missed opportunities with this game. Uh, last last week against the Bills, the, the story of the game was turnovers. I think the story of this game was missed opportunities. There were, like, they they had a lead on the Eagles in, in this game, and they, they let it, they blew it and had to come back to force overtime. They got the ball first in overtime. The defense, there were, like, at least two, turnovers that the defense could have had, but didn't manage to get. There's a lot of missed opportunities.
0: I agree with that. One thing I'll say about this, and this is not a knock on Washington at all. I was very impressed with Washington, like especially that last drive to tie it, to force overtime. Um, I thought that showed a lot of poise for Sam Howe. Yeah, um, absolutely. Who I would say is by far looking like the best QB from that draft. I, like even with Kenny Pickett, like obviously Ritter, has not looked great and he's kind of new malik willis isn't even playing pickett had the year last year and the start to this year but i think sam Howell has looked the best out of that draft class
2: he Um, made better decisions this game yes um and and like you said that poise that kind of like talked about it before that ice in his veins where he just he went out and he did his job yeah like the clock didn't really it didn't phase him at all he just did his job
0: on the flip side of that Philadelphia has a secondary problem. Their secondary is not good. Um, I ju- and I-, I know we've talked about it the past couple weeks with-, with Philadelphia not looking super impressive and whatnot. Their secondary is an issue. They're giving their defense has not nearly been as good as it was a year ago. Um. It's not been super impressive. I saw this, and this isn't the secondary. I thought it was crazy. So the, the Eagles drafted Jalen Carter and added him to their dominant defensive line. And I want to specify that they have a dominant defensive line because when you have a defensive line that's been dominant like the Eagles, it is difficult to double-team, which means very few times on their defensive line are players being double-teamed. Devin Witherspoon, the defensive back for Seattle, has more tackles for loss and sacks than Jalen Carter. Three or four weeks. And he plays defensive back. He is their number one cornerback. Um, and it wasn't like it was like he has one and Jalen Carter has zero. It's like he has like five and Jalen Carter has one and a half. Um, the Eagles defense is a problem. If something's going to keep them from winning a Super Bowl, I think it's that. Their offense hasn't been great either, but I don't think their offense was amazing last year, but it didn't have to be because the defense was one of the better defenses in the NFL, and according to all their players, if they would have been playing on grass instead of turf, then their defense would have been fine the Super Bowl, but the turf kept kept them from being good. Uh, according to everybody that likes Philadelphia, um, so I think I think that's a problem that that would be what I think would be the number one thing that would cause Philadelphia to not have a deep playoff run this year. Would be that.
2: I can see that. I have got one more thing to say about this game. Okay. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it because I'm not a Cowboys fan, <laughs> but I think Terry McLaurin was in bounds.
0: Oh, with the uh, with the uh, yeah. I think it was really, really close. The way that I I saw somebody say this earlier, and I agree with it, I think if it's called complete on the field, it stands as complete as well when they go to review it.
2: That's what I thought it would be too.
0: Yeah, I think the fact that they called it incomplete made them stand it as incomplete when they reviewed it. And I think if they would have called it as complete, it would have stood as complete. Like, I think it was that close that they couldn't for sure say it was complete so they had to keep it as incomplete. And if they'd have flipped those calls on the field instead of instead of originally calling it incomplete, if they would have originally called it complete, then when they reviewed it, they would have also said, yes, it stands as completed. Um. Also, Terry McCorrin's really good at football. Um,
1: yes. yes, he is. <laughs>
0: solid. And, and I feel like the last couple years, he hasn't gotten that because his quarterback play has not been the best. And so, like, like, everybody's like, yeah, we know he's good, but, like, he's not dominating. But now that he has what seems to be a competent quarterback, it's like, yeah, like, he's still really, really good. Uh, Still one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Uh, Anthony, high low for your Raiders.
1: So I have a really, really good high. The really, really good high is that the Raiders are on social media so much Everyone in the fan base and all the media outlets that cover Raiders are against Josh McDaniels. Oh, that's good. That's so good. Yeah. we are close to getting this some <laughs> of the out of there.
0: <laughs> uh, um, what's your? Can you? Are you okay? Uh, you know what? What's your low? Oh, my team sucks. Okay, I didn't know if you were going to go the Chandler-, <laughs> Chandler Jones route or not. Um, <laughs> Um, no, I mean, You have I, a lot of lows that you could go with for sure. I, yeah, I have
1: a low. Yeah, I have Josh Jacobs who wanted to bet on himself so damn much and he can't run for shit this season. I have Chandler Jones losing his goddamn mind and is in jail right now. Uh, I, I can go on for days with this goddamn team. Oh, wait, we let Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack, a, a Raider, originally started out in the league. Get five fucking sacks against us? Are you kidding me? You don't just. Ugh, I, I don't understand how the hell they plan this game. Low, I can go on low. All goddamn. <sighs> game. Ugh. Also, I hate the
0: Raiders. That cheap shot was so fucking dirty. It pissed yeah, me off. Yeah, but he's not getting so suspended for it. No, I, and I don't know that I would, cause like it was a late shove out of bounds. Like he didn't like take his helmet off and beat him with it. (laughs) Like like, he was out of bounds and he shoved him with frustration. I think the ejection from the game was the correct call. Like that's where that punishment ended is he got ejected from the game, but it was dirty. Like it, like there was no doubt. Like somebody was like, well, maybe he just had momentum. No, he literally outstretched his arms and shoved him when he was already like four yards out of bounds. It was not a his momentum carried him out of bounds um, kind of play. So dirty, but I agree that there should be no suspension again. There was no Miles Garrett incident or anything like that. Yeah. Um, he, he didn't. There was no fighting afterwards. Like he did it. They moved on. Well, We're there's
1: people. Going. There's a lot of fans calling in that that should have been a suspension and I'm like
0: yeah. okay
1: it's, it's a rivalry game like called down like
0: yeah I'm not sitting with suspension I, I and I don't I don't like the Raiders very much at all but like i I'd see no reason to suspend on that um some fan questions is and when I say fan questions I'm sitting I've had people that listen to the podcast that have I just like some questions posed. I had a bunch of questions I think uh looking at the the comments on the thread for where I posted. I had about 40 comments. So there are a lot of questions here. I'm not going to ask all of those. I will bank some for later. It is too... It is too much for me to ask all of them. I'm just going to pick and choose a few. Uh, I'll start with this one. Are the Buccaneers not getting enough to respect?
1: I can agree. They, they're playing... Team football and I love it. Like yes, the quarterback is a little different there, but they are playing good and a lot of people are just don't want to talk about it.
0: I agree with that to an extent. I think the reason nobody wants to talk about it is because they've only played one good team all year and they got absolutely crapped on. Like they 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 beat the Bears. The Broncos were able to do that. They've beat, who else did they beat? The Vikings, who their only win is against the Panthers. And they beat, I'm trying to think, the Saints, who's probably their best win of the year. Um, but still not a great, like I don't, you know, I don't think anybody considers the Saints like a contender. The only team that was considered an actual playoff team that they played is the Eagles, and it wasn't close. The Eagles stumped them. It was actually the Eagles' most impressive win of the year, was against the Buccaneers. And I think that's where that that line is drawn. Um, on the flip side of that, I don't think they're getting credit enough to where, like, at, through four weeks, I would say they are the clear front one, runner to win the division. I don't see Atlanta being that front runner anymore. I certainly don't think it's the Saints, and <laughs> it's sure as hell not the Panthers. And so I I don't think they're getting that respect at being like the clear front runner to win the division. But I also don't think I need to sit here and be like, no, Tampa Bay could win the NFC. No, they couldn't. If they win the division, they're probably a one and done, much like they were last year when they won the division. So I'm like on the, I'm on like both sides of this. Like, I don't know that they're getting enough respect, but I don't think they deserve a lot of respect, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Um, Trying to take some bias out of that, because obviously I don't like Tampa with the division rival, but I think they're the clear front runner, but I don't think they're actually a, a good football team. I think they have good pieces, and I, I've seen a lot of what you discussed with your original hot take, Anthony, of like these pieces of like Mike Evans will make the team better than they actually are. Yeah. And Obviously, they have the defense as well. Um, that's still a pretty solid defense. Um, Let's go... All right, let's do this one first. If they stay 100% healthy, and by 100% healthy, I mean the stars. I don't mean like some Joe Blow wide receiver three goes down. I'm talking like the star players. If healthy are the 49ers above and beyond the clear front runner to win the Super Bowl?
1: I I agree with this one. I yes. really, really love the Niners. They are playing fantastic. And it's not just my love with Shanahan. I do love Shanahan. I Don't get me wrong. But damn, this team can do anything and everything that they want on that damn field.
0: This is where I piss you off. The 49ers have the best team and the best roster in the NFL. And if they don't win the Super Bowl, it will be because of their head coach or injuries. But if they are healthy and they do not win the Super Bowl, it will be because their coach makes the mistakes that lose them the games in the playoffs because he will be out coached.
1: I'm just, I'm confused with this. Like,
0: Why? He was a better all-around team the first time against the Chiefs, and he lost. The first go-round against the Chiefs, Kyle Shanahan had a better team, and he lost because he went away from his strengths in the fourth quarter, and he got coached by Andy Reid, who I think is the best coach in the NFL.
1: Look and what you're the, doing. You're already hating on this team. and I'm not. See- I
0: just said they have the best roster and above and beyond the best team in football. So but if I had if, to pick so if one they're all healthy,
1: thing, if, if, if they're all healthy, they're all playing, it's on based on Shanahan. No,
0: shut up. That's Yes. Tough. yes be because I think if I had to sit here right now and pick a team to win the super bowl i'm picking the san francisco 49ers if i had to pick the reason that i wouldn't pick them it would be Kyle Shanahan you're what's the me. other reason yeah, no. what you're other reason me. would i have to not pick them
1: you're telling me right now everything can go right but guess what if they lose so if they Christian lose, lose it, will it will be because the they got out coached shanahan if, if they lose it will be because ball, they got yeah, out coached okay no see That's some bullshit, and you know that.
0: How is that bullshit? That's my reason. It's not going to be because the defense they played was better than their defense. They have the best defense in football. It's not because the offense they played is better than their offense. They have the best offense in football. They have the best running back. They have a consistent quarterback. They have two of the best wide receiver one, wide receiver two combos in the NFL. They have the best offensive line in the NFL. They have look, the look best linebacker in the NFL. You're, if they lose, if and I'm not saying that they're going to lose. I'm in charge of
1: defense. Why do you no, listen? The listen, whole thing? listen.
0: I'm not saying that I think the 49ers lose. I think the 49ers win the Super Bowl. If I was making a Super Bowl pick right now, I think it is the 49ers. But if somebody set me down and said. If you had to pick one reason to not choose the 49ers to win the Super Bowl what would it be and my there's, answer would be Kyle Shanahan
1: there's so many variables when it comes to a football game well, that what am I supposed
0: know? to what am I supposed to say injuries well I can't say that they haven't happened Kyle Shanahan is their coach
1: so it, let's the injuries
0: just, haven't happened Kyle Shanahan is on the sideline every week. I know if for a fact he will be games, there in the Super Bowl. I don't if know for a fact a what
1: if game then we might as well just do nothing but what. I'm if. not
0: playing a what if game. You are, he is their coach. He's Eric, their coach,
1: Eric. Eric, calm down because literally you're telling me right now he can keep toe to toe with any team. Let's say they go against the Bills offense. Allen is doing his thing and he's about to make the Super Bowl and it's all up to that defense. You're telling me Shanahan's going to get the. The uh the raw end of the stick right here because his defense couldn't stop Davis going deep down the field because he's a speedster.
0: That's that's a what if.
1: No, oh, but you're telling me right now. No, it doesn't matter. It's Shanahan's fault. That's what you're no, telling me. I'm right not now.
0: saying that. You are what? you are twisting my words. That is not what I said. I did what? not say that 100. If San Francisco loses in the suit in the in the playoffs that it's Shanahan's fault. I'm telling you, you listen, I am telling you, if somebody interviewed me, set me down right now and asked me the question, what is the one reason you would pick right now to not choose the 49ers? I would say Shanahan. That being said, I'm not saying that because I'm picking the 49ers. They are my pick right now through four weeks.
1: What I'm saying is
0: is if put on the spot to pick a reason through four weeks that I would say they're not going to win the Super Bowl. I would say Kyle Shanahan. Now, if we get to the Super Bowl and they play the Bills, and it's 42 to 38, and Josh Allen picks the defense apart and throws a touchdown pass with two seconds left on the clock and wins the Super Bowl, I'm obviously not going to put that blame on Kyle Shanahan. That wouldn't make any sense. What I'm telling you, no, it's not what I'm saying right now. What I'm saying is, The only reason I could see them losing right now
1: is
0: (laughs) is Kyle Shanahan. That's why I would pick them to not win right now. Now, I'm not picking them to not win. Like I said, I am picking them to win. But if I was going to pick a reason, it would be Kyle Shanahan. Now, I don't think Shanahan was the reason they lost last year. Last year, they lost in the NFC Championship game because of injuries. Christian McCaffrey played quarterback for most of that game. I don't put that on Shanahan at all. That's clearly not Shanahan's fault. But
1: look at, look at you, you're telling me one thing right now. Your first statement was it would be Kyle Shanahan. I understand what you're saying no, now.
0: My first statement was if I had to pick a reason that they would not win the Super Bowl, it would be Kyle Shanahan, and I'm sticking it's, with that.
1: It's lazy. It, to me, it's lazy.
0: But it's not lazy because it Kyle is. Shanahan's been the reason two teams didn't win the Super Bowl.
1: Too many variables. No, too many variables Two, in game like two
0: times he has cost a team the Super Bowl with poor coaching decisions. Now, I will say one of those times was a 50-50 split, probably. Yep. But it was a 50-50 split coaching decision honestly, between him and Dan Quinn.
1: Yes. And the honestly, Super Bowl against the Chiefs was
0: Kyle Shanahan's fault. He I got agree. outcoached. I agree. So statistically. Statistically. <laughs> he has not. He has been the reason, with the exception being last year. I'm not putting that on him. He has been the reason or part of the reason that his teams have lost in the playoffs when he's made it. Now, obviously, there's been a couple years they didn't make it because the quarterback position was terrible. Jimmy G tore his ACL. Mr. Glass. That's not on Shanahan either. No. No. Obviously, not putting that on Shanahan. They didn't go 3-14 and 14 because Shanahan wasn't good. Obviously not the case. But in the playoffs, in the losses that Shanahan has suffered that did not pertain to injuries, it has been because he was outcoached. He was outcoached by McVeigh. He was outcoached by Reed. And obviously, he was outcoached by Belichick. But again, he was just the offensive coordinator. I think he was also sadly outcoached by Dan Quinn. But he was outcoached. In Those play, those are the three that I'm thinking of. I don't know if I'm forgetting one somewhere in there. A lot of injuries. I don't know what other playoff appearances he has. Um, those are the ones that pop in my mind. Did he make the playoffs the year Tom Brady won the Super Bowl with the Buccaneers? Did he make the playoffs 2020? Because I'm thinking about the Rams year last year. And obviously the Falcons year. I can't remember the other ones. I can't remember the other times he was in the playoffs. But those three stick out to me as he got out coached. And so I don't think Kyle Shanahan will be the reason that they lose in the playoffs. Because as of right now, I don't know that I think they are gonna lose in the playoffs. They look more dominant than anyone else, maybe tied with the Bills. Uh for the last couple of weeks, obviously. The 49ers will looked good for all four. Uh, I think the Bills didn't look great week one.
1: Uh, they did not make the playoffs in twenty twenty. They got eliminated from playoff contention after a week fifteen loss.
0: Okay, what about twenty nine? Like, it, it, are the three that I'm thinking yeah, of? Twenty think nineteen. Who did they? No, that was the that was the Chiefs year. Yeah. Did they go the year before that? Twenty no, the year that the Rams. No, because that was the year the Rams played the Patriots. I don't think two teams from the NFC West made it that year. So, no, they wouldn't have made it that year. So, in, so in the years that he's made it, with the exception of last year, I think out-coaching was the reason that they lost, which is why I would – if I had to pick a point right now that cost them the game, it would be Kyle Shanahan. That being said, I don't think that happens. I think – if I'm being completely honest, and this is a hot take that I could have thrown in, if I'm being completely honest, I'm not sure they lose a game if they stay healthy. They look that much more dominant than anyone else. And obviously, I'm not looking at their schedule right now. I don't know if they play anybody super tough. I don't know if they've got the Chiefs or the Bills or anything like that. But I'm not like, I don't know if this team loses a game. They look that dominant.
1: Really? But, they can do anything on the field and. Um, uh, I agree with you. Uh, I think the only thing that would actually take them out is just losing that piece to Christian McCaffrey, but that's due to injury, yeah.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, obviously, injury would play a huge part of this. I mean, I even think, I even think, if Brock Purdy goes down, who I'm not super high on, I just think he fits really well in the system. Um, but and and someone will be like, oh, you can't just say the system. Everybody raved about Jimmy G for three years too, and we said he was only a product of that system, and now he's in Las Vegas, and the games he's played, he sucked. Because he doesn't have Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, as much as I rag on the guy, could make a turd look good at quarterback. And he did it for three years. Injury is obviously the biggest issue with San Francisco. They've had a problem with it for years. Christian McCaffrey obviously has had a problem with it. Purdy obviously is coming off a pretty significant one. I don't think Sam Darnold is the answer as their backup if he was to go down. Obviously, if Debo goes down, that's a huge deal. Obviously, they've got these defensive pieces. There are huge aspects within that injury. But healthy, I don't think they're beatable. And if I mean I don't want to say I don't think they're beatable. Obviously, going twenty and 0 is a feat in its own self. I don't I'm not sitting here predicting that they go twenty and 0. They'll lose somewhere. But they're clearly the best team in football. And the most well-rounded team in football. Should the Bengals bench Joe Burrow?
1: No,
2: I don't know
0: at this point. I would have agreed with this
2: um, a week or two ago because I did. I did think that he came back from the injury too fast, but now, now you're in a hole, and he has. He does seem like he's he's getting a little bit better, but but it's kind of it's kind of like you 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 missed the opportunity to do that. You should have done it. That's,
0: but you missed the opportunity to do it. Yeah, that's my issue with it. Is Burrow obviously has made a lot of success, but Burrow is not Lamar Jackson, but Burrow is able to get out of the pocket and create himself time to find T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd.
1: Yeah, he's crap.
0: Right. The calf injury is clearly inhibiting his ability to do that. He cannot get out of the pocket like he's used to, to find those open receivers. So there's the part of me that's like, yeah, I mean, if that's not, if he's not going to be able to do that, then, then they're not going to win games. Might as well bench him until he gets healthy. But one in three is not a death sentence either. They can climb out of one in three and get themselves to the playoffs. However, if they bench him for three weeks, they can't climb out of one and six. And so you're looking at that scenario where it's like, I, I'm with y'all. Like, if you bench him before week one even starts and you start out the season 0 and 3, and, but he gets fully healthy, and then he comes back and they roll off five straight wins, and all of a sudden they're 5 and 3, then nobody cares. But now if you bench him and he's got three weeks out to get healthy or two weeks out to get healthy, you're looking at one and five, one and six, and I you're not turning that around. You're not making the playoffs with that. No. Um and then and then you're also not getting a high draft pick with that because he's probably turning it around and going seven and ten, eight and nine, or maybe even nine and eight. But you're going to end up not in the playoffs and then you're going to also end up with the 17th pick in the draft, which is good, but not great.
2: It would probably, it really in the long run, probably wouldn't be that big of a deal because the Bengals are set up well enough that as long as they didn't lose too many pieces in the off season, if they just got a nice mid, mid first round pick, it's just like, okay, well now they're, now they're going to be healthy and they're going to roll back to what they were supposed to be this year. But it's just gonna feel wrong. Yeah, and that's
0: term. yeah because you're sitting there and you're thinking I can't, you know, with with the success that they've had the past couple of years, you're like, am I really gonna sit and watch a playoffs that doesn't have Cincinnati in it? You know, where where Burrows not competing for that chance to go to Super Bowl sounds crazy. If I'm playing, if I'm playing this on Madden, I'm tanking. I'm letting T. Higgins walk, and I'm drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. That's my, that's my long-term goal for the Bengals. Tank the season. Scrap it. Tank. Get that top draft pick. Let T. Higgins walk. Save that money. Draft Marvin Harrison Jr. to play alongside Jamar Chase. Problem solved. <laughs> I just I just cured their entire front office dilemma. Hell, when
1: in doubt, draft another high receiver.
0: Yeah, but why not?
1: You, no, it's yeah, still. you
0: saved you saved the money though. You ain't paying Higgins a bunch of money. Let him go somewhere else and get that money, and then you can draft another rookie receiver. That's just a- that's going to be at least as good as T Higgins to play alongside Jamar Chase. Boom, success. I should be a GM, but nobody asks. Um, game picks. Let's do our game picks with our homie, Brian. You've got the Thursday night game. Is there any chance, if okay? So we we've been we were tracking the Cardinals. They obviously got to win. I think now at this point, it's obviously we're going to track the Bears to see if they get a win. Brian, I'm not going to ask if there's a chance because I think we all agree there shouldn't be. What are what is your emotional state going to be if Chicago wins this game?
2: Oh god, I don't even want to think about that. Yes. <laughs> I I'm going into this game with a lot of confidence, man. I'm going I'm going into this game thinking Brian Robinson's going to run all over them. Like,
0: like I, how much health check should we do? Like how often should we tag you to get your attention to make sure you're still around if if the bears somehow win this football game. <laughs> um I mean, I don't want to think about it either cuz like I'm sitting here thinking like Washington obviously should win this. Washington's a pretty good football team. The Bears have not been great. I think the Bears took, you know, I think Fields took a step to be better. But clearly, I don't think they're better than Washington. But, like, there's always that part of me that's like, any
2: given Thursday.
0: Yeah, but case. like at the same time, it's like it's like the ghost of Dan Snyder still there, to where like they're gonna really Washington this thing.
2: Up. No, no, we we did a we did a whole uh, exorcism. <laughs> we 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 cleansed the entire stadium with holy water. We got everything out
0: of there. Yeah, I think we're all three picking Washington here. I just yeah. need to know what the the emotion level was gonna be. Um,
2: you know, if, I, if that upset was to it's, occur, it's a good question because I feel like since I I basically was kind of on a fandom hiatus for a while. You know, I tried to be Broncos fan for a while. And now that I'm coming back to Washington, I feel like I've been like refreshed and I've like, I'm approaching games with a, with a better attitude where I'm just not, I'm not letting the outcome of a football game, like ruin my week for me. But if they lost to Chicago, that might get reset. (laughs) That might be what pushes you (laughs) over the (laughs) edge.
0: Um,
2: Alright, All so right. the next
0: one is the Texans-Falcons, and I'm going to go reverse on this one. I'm going to say Texans. I'm going to reverse psychology it, and I'm going to say Texans win this game. Um, Atlanta's at home, but I don't care. I'm picking them to lose every game the rest of the year because they suck and I hate them.
2: So. <laughs> I mean the, the, the upside to this is that if you're right, then you're right.
0: Yeah, it's a win-win. <laughs> I put myself in a win-win situation. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> Who are y'all picking? Who do y'all think wins this one?
1: Uh, I think the Texans do win this one. Okay.
2: Yeah, I, I, the the quarterback play is just far superior in, in yeah, Houston okay, right we'll now. Mean, fuck
0: y'all, but whatever. <laughs> um, uh, Bengals Cardinals. I'm taking the Bengals here. Like, I think this is a good get back on track game. Um. I know the Cardinals beat Dallas, but, like, come on. Like, they're still they're still the Cardinals for a reason. The Cardinals did not beat Dallas because they were good. The Cardinals beat Dallas because it's Dallas.
2: I don't know. The Cardinals have been playing a lot better than I think anybody expected.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that, but I don't think they win this.
1: I'm gonna still go with the Bengals. I'm not giving up yet.
0: Um, now I think if like Cincinnati gets blown out here, like they had the past couple weeks, then we gotta yeah. start talking about a problem.
1: Yeah, we gotta. Yeah. Fit. Like,
0: yeah.
2: Then, then, then I think you you just gotta fold. You gotta throw in the towel and Burrow yeah. until he gets healthy.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Um, Jaguars Bills. I like that the Jaguars are getting back on track, but being at Buffalo, I'm picking the Bills here. I just called them the best team in the AFC. I can't pick them to lose this week.
2: I really want this to be the game where the Jacksonville offense finally starts clicking and, and puts it all together. Um, but for the reasons that you've already said, Eric, I, I can't really pick them here.
0: <laughs> also reminder, this is a 9.30 a.m. Eastern time game. Um, it's London game.
2: That's right. Uh, so you, you gotta you gotta think the Jaguars just stayed in London, right? They I would assume, in right? They didn't, we... they
0: didn't fly back over just to fly back, right? I would assume they stayed. That would in be London. ridiculous. Um. Also, you know, it kind of makes it a home game for them.
2: Um, yeah, it does. <laughs> it's it's technically the Bills' home game, but like, let's be real.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's a home game for the Jaguars. Um. Yeah. So don't no you know reminder that will be at 30 which I love cuz I wake up and there's football. Um Titans Colts this is a tough one. Like this this is a hard game for me to pick. But I think I'm going to go Indianapolis. That's I think, where I was going. That's where yeah. I was
2: going. Yeah, it just feels right right now. I don't yeah. know I don't
0: know what reasons I can
2: give, but I just the the Colts have been resilient.
0: Um agreed um saints patriots i'm gonna shocker here and i'm gonna go patriots i just don't think the saints look very good right now but on the flip side of that neither does new england these teams this game is please don't if i could ask nfl red zone one thing for this weekend it would be to not bother showing me this game i do not care they both suck
2: um (laughs) i'm glad i don't live near um Either one of these. I'm not interested in watching this game.
0: <laughs> um yeah, I'm going New England closer at home. That's gonna be my reasoning. New England is at home, so I'm gonna pick them
2: this yeah, I think that makes sense. I'll also add to that the like Belichick as as overrated as he seems to have been. <laughs> Still better than a Allen. He's still still good at taking away the one thing that you really want to do. And the Saints don't really have a whole lot going for them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do they have a one thing they want to do? Camara <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, maybe. Um, Raven Steelers? Uh, Ravens, Steelers? Um, Ravens. I don't really. I mean, uh, Kenny Pickett's probably not even playing, so it's Mitch Trubisky. Um, so Ravens. Um, no reason to not pick them.
2: The Ravens just took a ex- big old dump on the Browns. So, <laughs>
0: except for the fact that I don't know, Lamar seems to struggle with Pittsburgh. Um Yeah, division rivals like, will yeah, do Yeah, but I still, I still think I'm picking the Ravens. I still don't think they beat Pittsburgh.
2: There's not the Steelers haven't shown enough so far for us to yeah. not pick the Ravens. Um. Now, this could be the game where Kenny Pickett finally figures out, oh, I'm supposed to do the same stuff I did in the preseason. Okay. I don't think
0: Pickett's plan, though. Heard <laughs> oh, his is knee. he injured right now? Yeah, he hurt his knee. It's not severe, but I don't know. that That's he's right. I remember that, that now. Who the hell is their backup? Mitch Trubisky. Okay. <laughs> We're yeah. picking the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> so There's the problem. Um <laughs> This next one should be a quick one. It's Panthers-Lions. I don't think this is where the Lions fall off, and I don't think this is where the Panthers get on track.
2: (laughs) Um, Really looking at the Lions, I remember before the season started, Cynthia Freeland made a prediction that the Lions would beat the Chiefs, and then because they were so high off of doing that, they would lose the next week to the Seahawks, and she predicted that perfectly. I don't remember what she predicted after that, but I'm bringing it up right now just to say – I think that's why they lost to the Seahawks is that they were high off of the win on the chiefs. And now that they've lost that game, they're like, okay, we're supposed to take football seriously
0: every week. And there's no reason for them <laughs> to lose to the Panthers. <laughs> no reason, like zero reason for them to lose this game. Um, Another one with zero reason to lose is giants dolphins and dolphins is the answer here. Uh, uh I know I they just had a tough week against Buffalo, but did anybody watch the giants play last night? Because they're not good. Um, I watched uh, the Manning brothers talk about that game. Yeah, uh huh. That's <laughs> the one highlight of the game last night was the Manning brothers were talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say
2: about the the game that the Dolphins lost to the to the Bills. The after the week that they had against the Broncos, I was sit I was immediately sitting there thinking, Okay, this is one of those offenses where you have to raise the question, what are they gonna do when they have to face adversity? And uh, are they going to be able to handle that? And the answer was no. (laughs) 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 That's always the question when you have a team that has an offense as explosive as the dolphins is right now.
0: I mean, that's a, that's a good point. Um, Eagles, Rams, Eagles at Rams. This is my upset pick of the week.
1: I'm going Rams.
0: Yeah. I think the Rams won this game. Ooh, I, I love it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm.
2: Gonna, I was gonna. I was probably gonna pick the Eagles, but now that y'all have done it, I'm just like, hey, yeah. If the Eagles lose, I'm happy. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm picking the Rams this one. I think the Rams
0: win this football game. I mean, it's not. It's not an outrageous pick. Like the Rams have looked good. So, um, Jets Broncos. I'm taking the Jets. Uh, based know. off Sunday night, I yeah. think the Jets. I the mean,
2: game. here's the thing about about the jets this past week it zach wilson gave us some hope right right and now he gets to play the broncos defense and and hey he could that's a really good week to to be like hey i i I had something going for me against the reigning super bowl champs and now i can like build off of that with with this garbage team um but the thing is is that i'm still kind of thinking like well it's not like zach wilson wasn't capable of winning any games last year so i'm just like i'm One game is not enough for me. I need to see more. But to your point, this is a good game
0: for him to get a little
2: bit more going for him.
0: (laughs) To put it in perspective, Justin Fields had looked really bad, and he looked really good against the Broncos. And the (laughs) one difference that I'll put with the Jets is if it gets down to it, the Jets have a far superior coach than the Chicago Bears have. So he will make the right calls at the end of the game, that would put the Jets in the position to win. Um, the Jets also, I think, have a better team everywhere, aside from quarterback, than the Chicago Bears. Their defense is better. Their offensive line is better. Yada, yada, yada. Um. Also, I don't know if I sent it to y'all the other night, but I'll say it on here. As of, like, midway through the third quarter Sunday night, Aaron Rodgers had been sacked more times than Patrick Mahomes. I just want that to sink in for a second. As of the third quarter in week four, Aaron Rodgers, who played four snaps, had been sacked more times this year than Patrick Mahomes.
2: Patrick Mahomes did say that he thinks this is the best offensive line he's um, he's had. <laughs>
0: um, which brings us to Chiefs-Vikings, which I do not think is a competition. <laughs> um, the Chiefs. This will not be my upset pick. If you were just looking at the quarterbacks, I think, oh,
2: this could be this could be a good game. And then you look at the rest of the teams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I look at it and I'm like, okay, you've got Cousins and Jefferson who are playing out of their minds this year. And then you've got the rest of the Vikings who are just out this year. Um, and then you've got the Chiefs who look pretty well-rounded. Uh,
2: Aside from the wide receiver room.
0: Aside from the wide receiver room. (laughs) But Patrick Mahomes is able to make the best of that situation. Sunday night football is the Cowboys 49ers. My dream is that the 49ers absolutely, like I'm talking 70 to 20. Like my dream (laughs) is they just absolutely murder them. (laughs) And that it's not close, and it's devastating, and you can, like, hear throughout America Cowboys fans crying. Like, it's just, like, the most soul-crushing defeat that they've had in a long time. That's my dream. I want this to be the most embarrassing game. I was I would love to say, like, since last year, but the Broncos let the Dolphins score 70. So I guess since two weeks ago. Um, I want I want it to be so bad that they can't stand it. And if it's not, I'm going to be mad about it. Is anybody picking the Cowboys? Is anybody thinking the Cowboys win this?
2: No. Okay. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I hope for the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, do the Raiders beat the Packers Monday night? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: any Raider fans listening and they're like, oh, he's not a real Raider fan. Fuck you. Come on.
0: No, be realistic. Y'all aren't winning this game. I mean, did I mean Denver. Green Bay hasn't looked great. Like these past couple weeks. They obviously lost to Atlanta. They lost to Detroit, although they tried to like make a little late push against Detroit. But they're not. Like, they're better than the Raiders. <laughs> If I was looking at the Raiders' schedule and I said, what's one game I could see this team winning? It's the other game against Denver. Like, that's the one. Like, I could see that. they could win that. And the only reason I'm saying that is because they did it once already. Like, that's the only reason I'm picking them. Um, the Raiders are not a good football team. And you knew coming in, you, you were honest and open and honest early on, that they weren't going to be a good football team.
1: Nope. But I blamed over one person instead of, Multiple people ruining. You don't his team. blame Jimmy
0: G too, like when he's out there.
1: Oh, I definitely blame him. But oh, I oh, definitely... in
0: defense, you can tie that to Josh McDaniels because y'all yeah. do have Jimmy G if not for Josh McDaniels. Yeah. So every all mistakes lead back to Josh. Yeah. Which I tried to point out when you got rid of Derek Carr and you were so happy about it. And I said you. I'm still grass, happy with Derek Carr. The grass is not oh. always greener. Oh.
1: Everyone want no 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 no. Anyone who wants to know exactly how Raider fans should feel, getting rid of Derek Carr was the right move. Getting but everything right you did Fanny after move,
0: was the wrong, wrong move.
1: move. <laughs> yes, it, I don't. I understand people are like, oh, doesn't look like Derek Carr was a problem. No, he was god awful. He yeah, was he's a not problem. doing
0: great in New Orleans. Like, are people watching the same games I am? He's not been super impressive no. down there.
1: A lot of people are like, oh, we should have just kept on to him. Like for what? The same shit we've seen the last nine years. Like this guy, you know, I'm not going to talk ill of him anymore because you just said it. Tell me what the saints are doing. Nothing. Boom. Let's move on.
0: Um. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, don't, I don't think any of us are picking the Raiders to win this game, Um. but that's our picks. Uh. We'll be back next week with the same kind of stuff. And to talk about whatever happens over the weekend.